Welcome back, friends. This is the Good Midlife Podcast. We are well into February, February 7th. We're recording tonight. I am in Louisville. We got some warmer weather. It was over 60 today. Beautiful winter weather. Richard, where are you tonight on the road? I am uh, I am on in, in Indianapolis. So okay. uh, back, back up in India again. All right. Peyton Manning land. Awesome. Yes. All right. Very good. How is the weather in, in uh, Indy? Uh, it's it's warm. It's it's probably a little cooler, but uh, it's a pretty nice day overall. Yeah, I, I, I think I spent more time in the car or in a meeting than anything else, so I didn't really get to enjoy it all that much. Yeah, well, I spent most of my day locked in in uh, work, which does not have any windows, so I didn't see it either. But walking down the street to my car, it was very nice. Oh, here's uh, something fun with the uh, warmer weather. You guys have heard of me talk about some of the um, interesting characters that I pass on my way to and from work. The warm weather means that uh, they're all back out. And yesterday I saw our man, homeless, naked Greg. He was uh, having quite a spell. He was kind of fighting with a trash can. He had um, on a pair of like uh, sweatpants or sleep pants or something. And they were already down around uh, past his bottom. So his butt was hanging out and he was getting so aggravated, worked up, jumping and ripping this paper that they fell down to his knees. And it was... It was uh, Butt and Wang just right there on the corner of 7th and Broadway. So uh, warm weather, baby. That's what we got. How about that? Yeah, I think I've actually seen that guy. I think uh, Maisie and I saw that guy one time at, at the Thornton Station, potentially. On Fort uh, First Street? Yeah, probably so. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he, it's like everything was all exposed, and we were going to pick up out-of-town guests, so we're like, well, what area we will not be going through again to pick up people. So good welcome, job. welcome to our city. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, w- I want to give a quick shout out to everybody that's listening. We had an awesome week last week. Very good listens. Um, apparently the Groundhog Day episode was fairly popular. And so thanks, guys. Continue to follow us. Continue to follow us on social media. The Good Midlife Podcast at Instagram. Kenshin Crew at Instagram. And the good midlife at gmail.com if you want to reach us. Also, Facebook, you can catch us there as well. So we are on all the socials. And um, I just updated our licensing with Apple. Apparently now with Apple, um, they take your on a podcast, they take your voice and create a transcript of it. So you have to consent to having your podcast transcribed by Apple to be on Apple Play, apparently. I haven't checked out whether or not they've done this, but uh I got an email about it and I um, accepted the terms and conditions because what else? So you, you, you accepted the terms and conditions for me too. Well, hmm. I know that you, Interesting. I know I'm you kidding. meticulously read all the uh, legal documents that Apple I do. every I time, do. every yeah. time a new iOS comes out or whatever it's uh yeah. Yeah. They, they owe me for the rest of my life, probably into the next life and, and into the next life after that. So that, yes, it's, it's very possible. Yes. That's why Apple sure. stock was such a good buy 10, 20, or 30 years ago, and uh, probably yeah. still a good buy today. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Little tip. If you okay. can afford it. If you can is. afford it. That's right. That's right. Um, all right. Let's get into it. This past weekend, what uh, you, you had a weekend alone. So you were going to watch some movies. You were going to watch some shows. What did you, uh, what did you get into? I know we went out Saturday night. We'll get to that in a minute. But what all did you yeah. do? Yeah, uh, watched some movies. Uh, I, I watched a couple of movies that are probably older to Netflix. Like I watched The Outlaw King with Chris Pine. Um, that was okay. 
I watched uh, Triple Frontier, which was a rewatch with Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, um, Chris Human, or Charlie Human, um, and I'm trying to think what else. And then I watched an older movie called The Good Shepherd, uh, which is a Robert De Niro directed movie about basically the beginning early phases of uh of the cia and the incarnation of the cia and and stuff like that it that uh, wasn't a, is, that, that wasn't a movie but, about jeff shepherd and reed shepherd having a, a shooting contest uh it wasn't it wasn't okay. but that All right. would be a good i would shepherd. watch that um i would too and uh but this movie is has matt damon and it. it has a big cast matt damon robert de niro joe pesci um ton of people in it uh alec baldwin you name it everybody's in there so it was it was good uh, angelina jolie i mean everybody and their mothers in this movie it was good the second go around the first time i thought it was in the theater and it felt like it just was boring and droning on but actually watching it again was pretty good so i enjoyed yeah, it i remember seeing that the first time and thinking it was just okay so i really enjoyed you saying that it was better on a rewatch a decade later. So I would be interested to go back and check that out again. Well, I'm also listening to a book. It's called the company, which is basically, I mean, there's, there's a show about that too. It's uh, with Michael Keaton and Chris O'Donnell, uh, but it's very similar. I mean, it's basically one in the same, so it's, it's pretty good overall. So it's, it's much better the second go around. I appreciate it a little bit more. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to shout out um, a local place. We Friday night went to Kairos Brewing in Portland, in the Portland neighborhood. Ventured West and Kairos, K-Y-R-O-S, if you're interested. They are awesome. They've got a cool brewery inside an old firehouse. There was a books and brews event there. Good crowd. The beer was excellent. Uh, made a new friend and one of the owners, Taylor. He was very helpful and interesting. And um, we... Might cook something up to um, do a little something with them at some point. So uh, stay tuned. We might have a an opportunity to um, hang out with them on the show um, for a minute at some point. So that place was great. We we love going to the breweries. The Louisville Free Public Library does books and brews every year. They give you a card and you get stamped if you go to the uh, breweries or coffee. Yeah, that brew counts too. Um, although I refuse to accept that stamp. So uh, you get a beanie or you get a bookmark or a cup or something. I don't even know. I don't even really care. My wife's into it. She wants to get the swag and the beer. I just care about the beer. So Kairos it was on Friday night. Saturday, we went to see our good friends at Manhattan Project. We love that restaurant. We watched. Uh, we hung out with a good friend, caught up, talked some podcast strategy, and uh, watched a bad basketball game, Richard. Uh, shitty would be a better word I would use. Shitty. Yeah, we watched our beloved Wildcats um, against Tennessee. It was really bad. Kentucky got blown out, uh, gave up over 100 points, and uh, never were really even in the game. So um, that was a big, big Never bummer. led, ever. Never led. So, yeah, it, it was, yeah, it was terrible, to put it, it mildly. So they've lost two in a row at home at Rupp Arena. They lost to Florida midweek last week, and they lost to Tennessee on Saturday. Do you know how many times in the history of Rupp Arena they've lost three games in a row? Uh, was it, uh, I mean, one, two other times maybe? The answer is zero. Really? Even through the Billy Gillespie years, even through the probation years, even through the bad COVID year, Kentucky has never lost three in a row at home. And so what do we have Saturday? 
Gonzaga coming to town. They got to get that one, man. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And this Gonzaga team is not great. This Gonzaga team is not what they've been in the past. So this is a spot where Kentucky should win it. Um, But I haven't even, the the line for that's not out yet, but bet the over 100%. Um, Bet the over every Kentucky game. Like they did last night, I mean, against Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt ran into a very similar buzzsaw on the other end. I mean, it's just like if Kentucky plays as good as they did last night, then I think it's just like people shouldn't worry about them this year. But it's just like it's the all of a sudden the erratic play that's going on. It's just it's just amazing what's going on with this team. I have had um, some real good luck lately betting the Kentucky spread, the over, and Antonio Reeves over some number around 19 points when they play really bad teams. And I hit the three-leg parlay again last night. Um, when they play bad teams, they just look really good, and they score a lot of points. And uh, Reeves should be an All-American. I'm just saying that. But he destroys bad teams, and it's kind of fun to watch, really. But uh, they're the Kentucky is fourth, fifth in the SEC. They're not going to win the regular season championship. They're going to have to try to win the tournament, and uh, we'll see what happens as we go forward. So Vanderbilt midweek got a little – got a little better and we have Gonzaga on Saturday. So uh we'll update you guys on that. We're probably going to go out and watch that together. We had looked at at tickets but um even after the bad performance on Saturday last week, you still can't get in for less than 150 bucks. So we're going to stay home and uh just go to a fun bar and and do that. So um looking at you Saints, you're up next. Uh so um <laughs> And with that, uh, let's go on to the next big sports thing happening. Um, got a little Super Bowl action coming up this weekend, right? We do. We do indeed. We do. Okay. So all the hype is, is happened is happening. Did you see? I heard something about this today. I haven't seen this, but uh, apparently some jackass reporter asked Brock Purdy if he realized that he looks like Lee Harvey Oswald. Did you see that or hear that clip? No, I did not. That 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 is uh, that's great. It gets nuts uh, on Media Row Super Bowl week. I think that's right. I heard that on something in a, in a quick radio hit this morning, and I think that was what I heard. So um, it's all nuts. It's all crazy. We're ready to have the game go. And so with that, we have – I've listed some bets, some props, some over-unders, and we're just going to kind of go head-to-head here. We didn't really have time to come up with a punishment for the loser – but um, this is the kind of thing we're thinking about doing as we get into it this year, like uh, just some head-to-head stuff. So if you're ready, let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's start with the big one, Kansas City versus San Francisco. Kansas City is getting two points. What say you? I think San Francisco is going to win the game, personally. All right. So, so I'll take San Francisco. I'm going to take the points with Kansas City. I I, I'm gonna we'll get through this as we go on. I want San Francisco to win, but I'm gonna take the points with Kansas City. Uh, let's go with the over under 47 and a half. Ooh, uh, that's like a 23, 21, 20, 21, 17. Get your under 24. Yeah, no, I think I, I think I'll go with the over. You're going over, all right. I'm what says you. I, I. It's risky to take the under in a Patrick Mahomes game, but their defense is so good. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under here, and um, San Francisco's offense is good, but against a good defense, they can they can sputter a little. I'll take the under. I think it's wrong, but 
I kind of like it. Touchdown props. Yes or no, will any of these players score a touchdown? Each individual one, will Christian McCaffrey score a touchdown? Yes. I say yes as well. Isaiah Pacheco. I'll tell you, I'm saying yes. Yeah, yeah, I have a, a, yes, he is. Travis Kelsey. No. <sighs> San Francisco's defense is so damn good. I think I'm going to go no, too. Like, it's the obvious choice, but they were, he was so amazing in that NFC, AFC championship game that you know San Francisco is going to scheme him a little bit better, um, you know, than what Baltimore did. So, yeah, let's go no. They keep him out of the end zone. How about Debo Samuel? Yes. I'll go no on Debo. How about Brandon Ayuk? I'll say no. How about George Kittle? Yes. Yes, I have yes on Kittle as well. I think he's getting home. How about any defense or special teams? I will say no on special teams. It's and, it's combo. It's combo together. You oh, get them it's both. A combo. It's combo. Oh, it's a combo. Then I have to say yes because that that I have to say yeah yes yes I will say yes. All right. Which team's going to score first? I'm going to go Kansas City. Agreed. Totally agree. Over under passing yards. Patrick Mahomes over or under two hundred and sixty one point five. I'm going under. I'm going under too. They have become. I think very, it's going to be like 230, 233, something like that. They become a lot more run heavy with Pacheco. Now he does catch balls out of the backfield, but I, I think it may be under two. How about Brock Purdy over or under two forty eight point five? I think I will go under with that as well. I'm going to get nuts here and play over because I think he's going to hit McCaffrey for something, and if they get down, he's going to have to throw a lot. So. I'll go ahead and take the over here. I don't love it, especially since I'm backing Lee Harvey Oswald, but I'll do it. Will Patrick Mahomes throw over or under one and a half touchdowns? Uh, if you if we take the if we take the Kelsey equation out of it, that's going to cause problems. Um, I'll say, damn, I'm going to say no. You're going under. Under, yeah. No, I, 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 I'm tempted to take the under, too. Like I said, with so much of the run-heavy stuff, I will... Um, Kelsey throws everything off. He does. That is a, he that, go, that's a big problem. Yeah, he does. He does. I'm going to go ahead and take it. I'll take the over. I'll go over just to be different because that'll make it more fun. And uh, I think maybe he throws one to Pacheco or somebody else. So how about Brock Purdy over or under one and a half touchdowns? Well, based on your logic you were just talking about, it's just like I, you probably have to go over. If they get to three touchdowns, I think he throws two. So And I, McCaffrey makes up the difference. And he runs one in, or maybe he throws to McCaffrey. So Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play over on that as well. Yeah, I think I will too. Yeah. Okay. The halftime score is Pickham. Who leads at halftime? Well, it's basically Kansas City. Plus a half point. So if it's tied, Kansas City is ahead. Uh, based on how San Francisco's been playing, I think I will say that it's like Kansas City is leading at half. Totally agree. I think Kansas City jumps out. The, the two weeks to game plan. They're going to be ready to roll. Even if this thing is 17 to 14, I think they're ahead. 
or 10 to seven or something. You know, I, I, I like Kansas City at the half. Kansas City is playing a lot better. If you were telling me this like four weeks ago, I would have said San Francisco, but Kansas City is playing pretty – like they're focused now, which is – I don't think they've been focused most of the season. And and then the past three weeks, are, they've been very focused on what they're doing. So yeah. they're playing like a team. That Well, and it's like Romo said in that uh, AFC championship game, championship pedigree. They've been here. They know what to do. Yep. They've been just ready for it. So Yep. So I think I think they have a good first half, and then let's see what happens in the locker room and what adjustments get made. Christian McCaffrey over or under eighty nine and a half rushing yards. Um, I think I might go over on that one. Well, I'm glad you did because if you believe San Francisco is going to win this football game, I think he goes over. I think he beats under. I think it's a hard, hard run for them to win this game. Um, so that said, I'll take the under. I'll well, play the under. It, it, and and something we got to consider. I mean, we got to consider is I mean, Purdy could do this. I mean, he he is he he did a really good job last weekend, and and I mean, there was a lot of factors that helped him. But I mean, I think it's it'll be an interesting game. I mean, it, it's going to be that that's I I don't know. It's this is a hard game to pick. Well, it's so. As much as we have, you and I have talked about Kansas City fatigue that we have, and I'm, I've never been a huge Niners fan, but I have a little bit of Niners fatigue at this point. But these are the two most interesting teams in terms of what they do on the field, you know, in the league. Espe- well, especially, like, if you take the most interesting from the AFC, the most interesting from the NFC, that's what we got. Like, it would have been fun to have Detroit here, but San Francisco's the better matchup. So, yeah, yeah, this is a, yeah, yeah. it's much more interesting, so... If you're if you're a nerd about it and you really get into the the weeds with what they call and and stuff, it's it's a really cool matchup. It should be well. Very fun. There, there, there's a lot of momentum, and it'll be interesting to see if it swings this way. And I know we got a couple more questions, but it'll be interesting because the momentum that San Francisco could carry from their win uh, the other week that's huge. I mean, that is there's a lot of momentum swing. The one thing that worries me about there is something about championship pedigree and being there, uh, not getting all JoJo when you get out on the field. It's like you've been there, act like you've been there. But there's also something about like wanting it more and also fatigue of like, hey, we've been here a couple times. This sure. is uh, and overlooking things like, oh, well, we got this in the bag. We've been here three times. Right? Yeah, you can certainly miss detail. And yes, that, you can. I, I feel like that would be a problem if Detroit was here. I don't think they're going to overlook San Francisco. This would be a very – I would be picking things very different if Detroit was in here. Yeah. I love what Detroit did, but they they showed some true colors a little bit of lack of discipline, lack of of professionalism in their – in the uh, championship game for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, All right, this is a real bet you can get, and – I've heard this a couple of places this week. I haven't found it on my sports book because I want to get this action because I will make money on this. I'll guarantee you. All of these things have to happen. Kansas City wins the Super Bowl, and following the Super Bowl, Travis Kelsey proposes to Taylor Swift on the field after the game, yes or no? I want to say no. No way. And it was opened at like plus or, or minus 250. I was like, that's not even that bad of odds. I Give me that. Like, give me the no all night long. I mean, just yeah. I mean, that's that's easy money, right? Like that's yeah, a crazy that, it, prop. She she would. I I think she would lose her mind if he did that. Like, 
Well, like, I, I think that would end poorly. It would. It him. would be scripted. The only way he would do that oh, is if she knew it was one hundred percent. Yep, for sure. So 100%. I think there's no way that happens. Um, but that leads me into our next segment. This is a segment we've done the last couple of uh, shows. So is it time? I think it's time. Yep, it's time. And now it's time for dumb shit people say, do, and believe. You're so dumb. Freaking idiot. Have you seen any of the Super Bowl Taylor Swift conspiracy theories out there? Have you seen this? No, I don't think this so. This is nonsense. Um, a right-wing uh, talk show host tossed this out a couple of weeks ago or a week and a half ago. And there are those who have gravitated and held on to this. And the conspiracy theory goes like this, that this has all been rigged. It's all rigged. The NFL and the Democrats have rigged the second half of the season so that Kansas City gets to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Oh, is, I have heard this. Yes, the Super Bowl is also rigged so that Kansas City will win. And after the Super Bowl on the field, Taylor Swift, as she is celebrating with Travis Kelsey, will endorse Joe Biden for president. In what world does anybody think that's a conspiracy? In what world? Like Taylor Swift could just do that if she wanted to. You don't have to rig that shit up. She could do it before the game if she wanted to. It's nonsense. Yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah. I hadn't heard about that. I, I, I had heard that there were conspiracy theories out there, and I was watching SNL on Saturday night, and Colin Jost made a joke about it in Weekend Update. And I was like, what is he talking about? And uh, well, I, was, I, and I looked it up the next day and I was like, this is nuts. Well, they're, they're, I, I think it's based on the fact that like something happened where it's just like a, a study came out. It's just like 45% of people said they would vote in line with what t Taylor Swift said and or did or whatever. And I think that carried through that. I did. I mean, it, it's, it sounds a little crazy. It's just like in this day and age, though, it's just like with everything going on, it's just like you never know what could happen. I don't think that would happen. If, if that happens, like th that shame on everybody and if that's the case. But I, I have no idea. It's like How that, many times have we heard Roger Goodell talk about protecting the shield, protecting the NFL brand? If ever a Super Bowl came out as being fixed, it would destroy the shield. Like you can just take that shield and toss it in the garbage. It's done, right? Well, I, I don't think it would ever come to fruition. If that yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why I this mean, is yeah, so nuts. Yeah. Like that's why this yeah, is so yeah. so nuts. Because a, you don't need. It's Taylor Swift doesn't need that platform. She's the most popular celebrity in the world. And secondly, the NFL. I like you can say what you want to say, but there is no part of me that believes the NFL is fixing the Super Bowl. Or will let me say this: the NFL will not be involved in fixing a Super Bowl. If 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 some you know if if Patrick Mahomes gets some cash from some gamblers and throws four picks, then let's talk about it. But the the NFL is not involved in this. Well, the, I was going to say that will open them up to a lot more than just like it, yes, it will destroy the shield, but it will also hold them as being extreme hypocrites on all those players who got caught gambling. Or absolutely, or, yeah. So there, there's a lot of craziness in that, and it's like, I, it's just, yeah, I, I have no idea. I mean, it's nuts. Just so many, yeah. It's, it's nuts. nuts. It, it, it made me laugh, and um, 
I think that falls under the category of dumb shit that people believe. And I don't know that there are a lot of people believe it that believe it, but there are some. And, um, you know, like you said, I think there's some some stuff about the Taylor Swift's popularity and all that stuff. But uh, at the end of the day, I, I don't think she really cares. And so I think we move on from that. Uh, OK, here's a fun question. This is uh, we talked about this when we were out the other night and I want to talk about it on, on the show quickly. If you had to live in a country other than the United States, what would you pick? My one of my coworkers asked that, and um, they're not world travelers. They're they're not really dialed into what happens in other countries or anything. I think they were kind of asking it like to get a point of reference, like what would be a cool place. Um, but I thought about it and I have an answer. Did you think any more about it? I did. I did. I th okay. I kind of th thought about it. Yep. Yep. All right. But so do you want me to go first or would you? I'll like go first. Go? I'll go first. Okay. I thought right. I thought about, um, you know, and, and you can't just say Fiji, right? You have to like go someplace you can earn a living. You can't just say, I'm going to go to Tahiti and live on the beach and catch fish and have a hot wife in a coconut skirt. You can't do that. It's got to be like a real country. I'll respect the Fiji and Tahiti. You guys are doing great. Uh, love you. Um, so I thought about briefly Iceland because I do it, it's really a cool place but ultimately I settled on the Netherlands because they speak English there they're pretty cool to Americans they're pretty uh it's a pretty uh, uh good culture there they've got a, a good cultural center in Amsterdam they've got the beaches the weather's awesome it's not totally homogenous like going to Finland or Norway um so I think I'd go with the Netherlands big fan of the Netherlands not a bad choice not a what, bad choice. What about you? Uh, um, I think I would uh, go the probably the complete opposite direction and either pick Australia or New Zealand. And I'm probably going to go with a heavier lean to New Zealand because of everything will kill you in Australia. Uh, I mean, everything. Weather. For sure. It's heavily desert there, too. Yeah, it's spiders. A, Australia they, is harsh man so i would yeah, i would lean yeah. i would i'm with you if i was going down under it would be new zealand new zealand is a yeah. beautiful country i would yeah. totally go there i'd live with gandalf and uh, we'd hang out it'd be awesome and i tell everybody else none shall pass just throwing that out there yeah uh but uh i think i think i'd or i i'd probably pick something like the netherlands or or because they're not it's not not france it's not germany it's yeah, I think I I think that wouldn't be that bad. Like Sweden might be a good pick. It's yeah. very like you said. Sure. It's very homogenous, but it's like that might not be a bad place. Um so yeah, um I, I uh yeah, I think I'd I'd probably uh go to New Zealand and then if I had to come back to you. Now, the question is, are you allowed to come back to the United States or is it just it's a permanent deal and you're not coming back to the United States at all? I think for the purposes of this exercise, you're exiled. Okay. You're, you, if you I'm have to, exiled, then I'm – yeah, okay. That's fine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go someplace yeah. that's uh, you know, still pretty westernized, still pretty – has some good cultures, has some good weather. The cheese in the Netherlands is amazing. That's a plus. So, you know, and um, I'm not even talking about it, any of the other stuff that goes down over there. I'm just talking about the stuff above board in the Netherlands. I'm here for it. Now I will say one thing that makes me nervous about um, uh, the New Zealand factor is they have gigantic eels in their lakes and stuff. If you ever watch River Monsters, pretty fascinating. I mean, we're talking big 
big eels. So, but anyway, I think I'd pick the. I think I'd probably pick New Zealand. Okay, so I, I think that's an awesome choice and um, a very thoughtful one. Um, speaking of TV shows that I've not watched, but uh, last night I was texting with a buddy, and he said, "Turn over to Discovery Channel right now," and so I did. And uh, there was a show called Big Little Brawlers. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. It's about uh, little people wrestling. Think about the Matt Jones documentary, uh, the wrestlers documentary. Yeah, yeah. Only yeah. with little people. It was hard. Elizabeth at one point was like, why is this still on in our bedroom? I'm like, because it's awesome. She's like, there has to be something better on than this. I'm like, I don't know about that. It was, it was kind of awesome. So anyway, I shouted that out to a couple other friends that I knew were up and got the same response. Like, oh, this is awesome. So, hey, Big Little Brawlers, check it out, Discovery Channel, if you're into watching little people uh, have a lot of drama and wrestle. So, pretty awesome. Interesting. I'm yeah. going to have to, yeah. Yeah, that check that out. Maisie has to. Yeah, there uh, it is. Check out. <laughs> you should you should add that to your, your date night with the dinner. Like, not only do you pick dinner, but you, <laughs> you could say the person who doesn't pick dinner gets to pick the TV watching. So Yes, and just make her sit there like, that and the Matt Jones wrestling thing, she would hate Right, right. Yeah. It's a good idea, yeah. really. Um, yeah. All right, speaking of TV, anything you've watched? You talked about your movies. Anything else that you've seen this week? That, uh... Uh, no, it's just like we're continuing to watch. We, we're back on True Detectives. I think we're on, we're still on season two, episode three. I think we just finished, or it might have been the second episode. It's, um, it, it's, it's pretty good stuff. I do have one other thing about the the prop bets and everything. We talked about it a little bit is how many times do we think they'll say Taylor Swift's name? This will be hard to track, but I'm sure we will be able to track it afterwards. Um, I, I'm probably going like 50 times. I would go under 50, but I would say probably 30. 30 was the number. 30 was like, yeah. I think that's the over under. Maybe your over under is 29 and a half. Yeah, and did we go yeah. over or under that? But uh, yeah, somebody will track that, and we'll find that. Oh, afterwards. you know, there's a parlay bet. I guarantee you there's some for sure. parlay bet out for there. Sure. So, for sure. So anyway, but and if no, Tony uh, Romo has any sense, he's already seen it. He's put some money down, and he's gonna yeah act to that. Oh end. yeah, yes, for sure, for sure, hundred percent. Yep. Um. So. Okay. So I love True Detective season four. We're on it. It's uh, the fourth episode just came out. I think there's only two left. It's really good. It's really spooky, more supernatural than any before, even one. And uh, it's really good. We got to the end of it, and uh, Elizabeth just said, that show scares me. Yeah, it's it's intense. It's great. I can't wait for you to get there. It's so good. Uh, yeah, it's like Maisie, was, Maisie had some anxiety watching the first season, so that yeah. makes me real excited to, to watch the fourth season. Yeah, you're going to want to watch that before whatever wherever the hell she's going to dinner with you, take, taking you to dinner. You're going to want to watch that before you go out or after or both. Well, it's uh, season three is not as suspenseful, although I, I, I do strategically say, hey, remember the Yellow King before? Watch out because it just <laughs> get on a little bit. Yeah. But uh, other than that, it's like, yeah, it's like I, I can't wait to like get into that. Um, and uh, yeah, start the, the, the third season for sure. I've got two more things I want to talk about as far as television is concerned. And one is the documentary, The Greatest Night in Pop. It's on Netflix. It is about the night that We Are the World was made. 
It's unbelievable. Lionel Richie produces it. He's the star of it. But we get interviews with um, Kenny Loggins. We get interviews with uh, who else is interviewed in that? Uh, Quincy Jones is interviewed. We get some Cindy Lauper. Bruce Springsteen sits down for a minute. It's it's amazing. The story behind that has always been amazing. And to watch how that came together and how they did it all through the night and the egos and everything. It was just, it's a really cool doc if you're our age. If you remember We Are the World and remember fondly those artists, you will really, really enjoy that. So, well, yeah. I'd be interested if somebody did the one on Live Aid. Because if you watch the video for uh, Let the Children or... Uh, yeah, yeah, feed the world. The, Do they know it's yeah, Christmas feed time? The yeah, world. yeah. So if you watch when they pan through most of them, they all look like they're just completely all coked out. So I would love to see a documentary on that one. Yeah, that that'd be, be good really too. Good. They didn't uh, get into any substances in this, but they went straight from the AMAs to a recording studio to do it. So who they knows? Did? I, they uh, did. Wow, that, you got to watch it, Richard. Impressive. It's amazing. It's amazing. And speaking of. Uh, do they know it's Christmas time? Bob Geldof makes an appearance in this. Uh, there's some footage of him talking to uh, the artists and kind of like coaching them through it. So it's pretty, it's re not pretty. It's very, very cool. It's a very cool doc. It was awesome. And uh, caveat, if you watch it, you will be singing We Are the World for I don't know how long because I'm still singing it in my head. Uh, you know, well, it's been I a week almost. I think I texted you like over Christmas. I think I was in Von Mar and it was playing. And I was like, it, it, it took me a hot minute, like, like walking through the department store, like, wait a second. Is this, <laughs> we are the world? <laughs> or I was in a cab. No, I think I was in, I take that back. I think I heard it at Christmas. And then when we were in DC, like coming from like in, in a cab or an Uber, I heard it again. I have heard We Are the World twice in the past six months. That's amazing. And now I have to watch the documentary. Yeah. You got to watch that. I, I don't know if Maisie will like it. She might be a little young for it, but I think it's really good and uh, you should check it out. Um, also, I think she was born when that came out, Jim. Let's just be perfectly clear. Okay. All right. There's a possibility of that. So. It's entirely implied. Um, also, sidebar, remind me to tell you the craziest story about music in a cab that I've ever had. It was in Mexico. I want to tell it on the show, but remind me so that I can bring that on a night when we need something to talk about because it was nuts. Um, moving on. Maybe that's where I heard it again. The, uh, but back up. I in Mexico? That. Yes. I heard <laughs> We Are the World in Mexico. Oh, my God. You just jarred my memory. Yes. All right. That's where it was. So it's been a year, but yes, that's exactly where it was. Well, mine was not We Are the World, but uh, it was something okay, much more well, I interesting. I can't wait to hear it, kids. It's a good story. It's a good story. So we'll bring that up. Uh, Tales from Mexico are always fun. Yeah, yeah. For sure. One other thing we started this week is there's a show, and it's on, I think, Prime. It's called Expats. It stars Nicole Kidman and some other people that I don't really know, but it's about uh, a family. In Hong Kong? In Hong Kong, yes. Yeah. You, you, so... Elizabeth had read the book, and she likes to watch the shows of books she's read. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. I like to go along with it. This one is okay. We're two episodes in, and I think it's a six-episode series, and um, it's okay. I, I would say that it's a good date night couples thing watching. I think it's something that that you and Maisie both would like, and you know nobody would be like, this is so 
cheesy or this is so violent or, you know, whatever. I, I think it's kind of down the middle. And, um, you know, for couples watching it, I, I would say it's probably pretty good for that. Is um, okay. That's a good. Have you guys watched any of the like? I watched a show while I was riding my bike, The Stranger. It's based on a book, and it's there's three of the series based from this author, and it's got a couple of the same actors in it. Um, that's on Netflix. I watched that. It was, it turned out better than I thought it was, but it was also kind of like hokey, but it was actually not as bad as I thought it was at the end. The end made up for it a lot. I I don't remember seeing it, but um, I might have. It, it's very like it, it kept popping up. Like you might like this since you watched yeah. this, and I was like, okay, I'm I'm intrigued. And then once I finished it, it's just like there were three more by the. It's like whoever wrote these book series, like they populated even more. So I was like, okay, well, and I was like, I need something. It's like right now I'm watching season two of Reacher okay. while riding my bike. So that's. Those are an interesting series in itself. All right. Uh, I'll check that out. I, I, I've i got to look and see if I've seen it. I might have seen it, but I'll uh, take that recommendation. Um, hard, so. Elizabeth reads a lot, obviously, and that's why I might throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she does like uh, – she gets very excited Blocks. when something she's read <laughs> comes to the small screen or big screen. And, um, uh, you know, usually – when I, I like it too. Listen, nobody was more excited when Killers of the Flower Moon was coming to the big screen than I was, and uh, usually we're a little disappointed when that happens with a great book. So, uh, um, did you uh, did you read the book The Irishman was based on? No, I didn't. So I hear you paint houses. Yeah, 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 or, yeah, I yeah, hear yeah. I hear you paint houses. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's very similar, but it's also a little bit different. Yeah. So. And there was also questions if like if any of it's true after it came out. Right, right. <laughs> That's a good one. So, well, with that, I think we're about to wrap up. We've had a great week. Uh, this is a good show. This was a fun show tonight. We got the Super Bowl this weekend. Um, uh, we will be having a Super Bowl party at our house with uh, lots of fun. I, uh, like we said last week, our good friend Jill, she is not quite ready to host. She always hosts, but. Uh, not quite ready, so we're back up. So we'll be ready to rock. We're going to have some fun, watch the Super Bowl, um, make some bets or something, and uh, have a lot of fun. We hope everybody has a lot of fun watching the Super Bowl and um, celebrating this American tradition. And with that, I will tell you uh, that we have our Oscar show coming up. We are still working on a date. Uh, Richard and I are going to talk about that off the air. But uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Um we had a, we always have more stories than we can get to. I've got a bad psoriasis situation that I could tell you guys about since we're all old, but uh, no worries. We'll catch that next time. Richard, what else have you got going before we get out of here? Just another day in Indianapolis, not much. If I went to Indianapolis, I would go to St. Elmo's once a week, sit at the bar and get a bourbon and the uh, trim cocktail. Well, I'm going. Once I think I'm going. I, I think I'm going to uh, their sister restaurant anyway for dinner okay. right now. So, all right. Yes. Very don't good. Don't worry about that. I, I, I'll take care of that for you. Excellent, my man. I, we might have some shrimp with uh, St. Elmo's cocktail sauce Sunday. So, uh, get ready Ooh. for that action. Very fun. Very nice. Yep. Very nice. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Um, we're gonna get out of here. We will uh, post some photos from us hanging out, watching the Super Bowl on Sunday on our social sites. You guys have a great week. We are going to keep living our best midlives. You keep living yours.